Cool. So, uh, welcome to the latest uh, Association of Professional Sales uh, podcast. I'm delighted that we are joined by Louise Sutton, who, who I've known for a long, long time, getting on probably for eight or nine years now. Um, and, um, you know, what I want to do is uh, actually ask you, Louise, if you could just give a little introduction to yourself so our, our listeners can understand a little bit more about you. Okay, thanks, Andy. Um, so, hi, yeah, I'm Louise Sutton and I'm the Academy Director at Consalia. Um, I've been working in training and development for over 10 years now, um, not just in sales, outside of sales well, looking at change management and leadership, but more recently very much in the sales space. Excellent, excellent. So, <clears throat> I talked to a lot of people, Louise, about, you know, how did sales standards come about and how did qualifications and actually now almost competencies come around and i talked to them about this thing called you know trailblazers and a lot of them miss miss get you think and think i'm talking about trail finders and it's a big obviously online travel agency um you were absolutely at the core of both you know the level six and the level four and all things about you know the the sales standards in the uk could, could you give a more concise summary of what that was and what that journey you led with in, in terms of being able to get the UK to a, a place where there's now a recognised set of qualifications? Yeah, sure, Andy. Um, wow. When you talk about what the journey was like, my goodness, it was uh, a bumpy journey, very hard journey. But the Trailblazer groups were absolutely pivotal in that. Um, so Trailblazers, the government asked us to put together groups of at least 10 employers or more who would be the experts, the subject matter experts, feeding into what was required of the programs that we wanted to develop. And at least two of those employers had to be um, from small to medium-sized organizations. So they were right at the heart of that development process. And um, yep, yeah, I sort of did put the bids in for level six, level four, and really helped drive those trailblazer groups to defining the, um, the relevant knowledge, skills, and behaviors that we could get the government to approve to give us that stamp of approval to then develop the programs. And it involved a number of uh, meetings with the employers while we really worked out across the different sizes of organizations, different sectors, I mean, so many different needs from different organizations but we had to come up with a common set of requirements um, that the government would approve that we could develop the program on. So it was, do you know, they were such enjoyable meetings, just really brilliant because everybody there had the same aim to try and get an apprenticeship going at either level four or level six to make sure that we could start to professionalize sales. They all had that same goal. Every organization in the Trailblazer had that same goal that they wanted to really get um, apprenticeships going in sales that were going to be given a stamp of approval from the APS as well as from the government. So clearly the APS were involved through that too. So brilliant process, got much tougher as we started to get involved with the government and <laughs> to get them to approve things. Um, but we slogged through it and um, yeah, here we are with a level four running and a level six running. So it's fantastic. Well, I mean, I, I can't thank you enough for both your leadership and uh, I think you demonstrated the word resilience, as you say, when you started to uh, deal with those government bodies and agencies to get it through. So, uh, but, you know, you didn't stop there and, and your journey, uh, particularly to, you know, a, a, you know, 
to lead students through some some learning has been fantastic and in some earlier podcasts we've heard from two of your students in uh, you know Harrison Lee and Tyler uh, Hurley and, and they are absolutely completely utterly enthused and and you've changed their world and and I think one of the great things is I was actually talking up how many students that you now have and I think the impact that you've delivered is somewhere in the region of seven million pounds of student debt that people haven't had to take on board because yeah. of what you've done with the level six so you know and that's only going to obviously magnify so absolutely brilliant but you know for me being an ex-grizzly old kind of like IT sales leader you know I, I was from the old school of everybody needs to know and everyone needs to be enabled around products and everybody needs to be enabled around process and there's a play that everybody needs to follow just assuming that customers on the other side follow their bit of the play um but you've converted me into this actually it's about people learning and it's about people understanding and then you know actually practicing talk to me a little bit more about what you consider to be that that golden nugget of of why this is successful and why your students are let's be honest and let it out of the bag they're, they're just being more successful than some of the other people in their organizations i know i know it's brilliant to hear that thanks andy um so what we have put into our programs and um i think is that is that golden nugget is that we teach the uh, students how to think so at the core of what we have is um, reflective practice. So of course we're teaching them some sales techniques. Of course we're going to teach them some, you know, best practice methods um, and processes to to bring in from um, from sales. But at the heart of it, it's getting them to think for themselves, and then to take the techniques that we we um, we pass on to them through the, the training into their work environment and combining that. So really they need to think about how did that work. And if it worked well, why did it? What did the customer like? What did it really help me do? And to really step back and think about that so they know they can start to put that into their own practice. And if it didn't work correctly, why didn't it? Was it them? Was it the customer? Did they not explain it right? So really get them to think all of the time, why did something work well or why didn't and how can I improve that? So they get the best of um, you know, the sales techniques, but they're also getting um, understanding about reflective practice work-based learning and meshing all of that together so you get this kind of combined learning and that's what apprenticeships are about and that is what the government wanted you know in terms of um, bringing in people that we could train in the workplace so that they get that work-based experience um, rather than something theoretical that they never use so it's about making sure they do and each of the modules that we have um, have a work-based project at the end of them so they do have to make sure that they are applying it and we can look at them and coach them through that and there is a fair amount of coaching through the program uh, from the tutors but also from their uh, line managers and it is a three-way relationship so it isn't just between us and the students we make sure that we're working with the line managers too so um, yeah it's just a blend of really all of that um, and that Something resonated to me right at the start when you went through that is um, you're giving them an opportunity to think. Uh, and me going back to the old grizzly again is we don't seem to give sellers that mantra or that, that environment encourage them to think. 
it seems to be as you just sit there and we'll tell you what you need to know and we'll tell you how to apply it on a Thursday morning at 10 past 12. Um, so I think what has been absolutely fascinating to watch from both organisations that have people going through a degree but also through the diploma, the level four, is the commercial impact that this thinking has allowed people to, to do. And I just wondered, just as we, as we close out today, what's your view on where, you know, not everybody's going to have the ability to go on a sales degree or do a diploma. And obviously, as we expand around the globe, this, we can get more people aligned to the kind of the thinking that's going on. But where do you see this going potentially into corporate enablement programs? Do you see a future where people go, I'll create an environment and I'll, I'll, I'll give people the support to think and develop and practice and, and go through that? Or is that still some, some light years away? Uh, no, I think, um, I think many organizations could do that without putting their students on programs, you know, through adopting a, a coaching culture or through encouraging that type of reflection once they've um, either had uh, you know, a new experience with a new customer, what's working there, they can still bring that in. Even with um, digital training, they can put reflective um, content into that, which can then be discussed with their line manager or with their mentors. So I do think uh, sales enablement could, could en embed that uh, in a digital way. Um, you know, today's, Younger learners definitely want, or uh, younger professionals want that high-tech, high-touch kind of uh, environment. So you can give them digital learning, but then that high-touch content can still come with, with talking to them about what they've learned and how they've used it. So I do think it can be embedded into, yeah, today's sales and environments, yeah. And you just touched on, on coaching there. What's your view on, on how coaching is going to be important in the future? Because I have a view. But I'm really interested in yours. Well, you're talking to me. You know, I'm passionate about coaching. I am a coach. For me, everybody should be uh, making sure they have a coaching environment. And being coached and coaching in the moment is something that most sales managers should be doing and trying to do whenever they can. I, I completely agree. Uh, the APS is, hopefully you'll be pleased, the APS's mantra about pointing out what, what 2021 will look like is that sales managers won't be sales managers anymore. You'll have sales coaches and operational people on the other side of them that look after the plumbing and the piping. And actually it's about investing in the individual and, and coaching them through their journey to be as successful as they possibly can and bring the best out in, in terms of potential. And, and we hope that we can be that catalyst that, that brings about that change is the way people think about it. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. But also, you know, when people are coaching, they learn themselves because you're hearing from that younger generation or from the people you're coaching. So it's just a win-win, really, if you're in that coaching mode. Yeah, that, that is true. It's been wonderful to talk to you today. Is there any closing thoughts you'd, you'd like to kind of put out there before we, uh, we close out? Uh, so closing thoughts. I mean, I think more than ever, given where we are at the moment with uh, COVID-19, just allowing people to think to give them that space to help them innovate through that coaching environment is is just really important i couldn't agree more um i thought it was a great we had a fellowship uh conversation this morning just to start to get people to talk with each other and somebody said innovation in crisis yeah and it was how do you actually bring things out quite quickly to 
bring new services to your clients to make them successful at this time. And again, so you know, completely reinforcing innovation can happen uh, and it can be a liberating factor. Yeah. And I think a lot of people's different views right now mean that they're more likely to align behind some innovative ideas as opposed to do what they do traditionally, which is find some way to get them bogged down in reviews and committees and various other things. Yeah, no, it's been a catalyst for change and innovation will lead the way. You're right, Andy. It's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time today, Louise. It's been great to tease out some things that we can share with the, the wider sales community. Um, I hope you stay safe in this scenario with yourself and your family. And, and thank you once again for sharing your thoughts on the podcast. Thanks, Andy. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye.